Monday, fifth of March, two thousand and eighteen. Cherry picking through the family. There are so many children that have been treated badly in the news lately, and most by family members. Christmas and New Year's used to be big events shared at both sets of grandparents' homes with my parents' siblings, and we grew up with our first cousins. When both grandfathers died months apart, it changed the dynamics, and the families did not make it as much of an effort to return as they used to. Weddings brought them back, but they were not as frequent as funerals, and it seemed that we only caught up when someone died. Families can be forgiving, but they also have long memories and, clanny or not, loose tongues. How many secrets have been shared when family were together, and the older generation talked about it, forgetting that little ears could hear? We heard a lot of things from raised voices, both in merriment and anger, when some old story resurfaced. If they wanted the next generation to be able to pass it down the line, it worked very well. Every family has its skeletons in the closet, which can pop out at the most inconvenient of times, and usually with a host of others as witnesses. Depending on what it was and how long ago it happened, it could make for amusing fear or be an embarrassment. I don't know why people think that something that happened when they were young should not be brought up years later. But a baby that was adopted out can show up one day looking for their long lost family, and it might be an idea to let their much younger siblings know about it earlier. It wouldn't hurt to let the husband know either, even if it wasn't theirs. I like to see family, but I don't mind if I don't see them either. Apart from the blood tie, we might have nothing in common. You can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. That is quite true. But you can choose who to spend your time with, and if it is unsafe or unpleasant, it could be best not to have anything to do with them.